Good morning, Teach Better family. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy hump day to you. I am here uh, taking over. It's not Ray. It's not Katie. You get me again, unfortunately, today. But I have good news. I've got our good, good, good friend, longtime friend at this point, yeah, yeah. Dr. Nick Sutton with us today. So we're super excited. We're going to talk about things. We've got some good news stories. We've got some holidays to talk about. We've got some recommendations. We're going to get into our, our theme this week. We're going to talk about Nick's obsession with Diet Coke and uh, <laughs> see where it goes with us. So grab your coffee or your Diet Coke if that's where you're at or whatever you're drinking is, whatever you got going on. Or if you listen to us uh, while you're getting ready, just focus on whatever you're doing with your hair. Uh, and if you're listening later on the podcast, just, I guess, keep listening because we're not live, so it doesn't matter. But if you can't drop in the comments, let us know. Good morning. How's your week going? What are you drinking this morning? We'll be back in about 27 seconds here. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Daily Drop. We are live right now on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and LinkedIn. And I said that in the wrong order. And hopefully Ray's not listening to me because she'll yell at me. Um, Nick, good morning, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just like you kind of talked about, I'm getting caffeinated up, getting ready for the day. Uh, like most teachers and administrators out there, it's it's mid-May. And so we get a pass. We can have as much caffeine as we want. And so... Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I take that into consideration, and anybody that works with so, me, uh, Diet Coke's my friend. Is it a bottle of Diet Coke, a glass? Do you put it in a coffee mug and disguise it, like in a tumbler? Like, what do you, is it, or does, whatever, whatever it you can get it in? It, it doesn't matter. Did it you have them, do they, have they installed, like, a water thing, but it's actually a Diet Coke thing? Oh, or you just, man. like, a fountain? Like a, like a fountain. You have, like, a bag-and-box fountain, and you're, and you're, he's getting ideas now. I, you know, if there's a way to use some sort of title grant for that, that uh, <laughs> it, it impacts kids, I'm open-minded, because I know it would uh, positively impact me, but, um, no, it's all good. It's all good. Good. Well, it's awesome to have, you know, we were talking beforehand, because it's been a while, like, um, and I said, man, it's been a long time, and you said, it's been a long two years. Because uh, it's probably been, it's been, I mean, we've had some miscellaneous texts or emails and stuff, but not like a conversation for it's, a while. It's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I think you folks over teach better, but just a lot of people in, in life where it's just like sometimes you you realize that months go by before you, you hear from somebody. You still consider them, a you know, a, somebody that you enjoy and care about. But it's like um, COVID did that. COVID did that because for a lot of people, yeah. you kind of enter this like phase of you got to survive the day. And one of my favorite phrases I've been using with teachers is let's get through today before we worry about tomorrow, because there's plenty of problems to kind of battle through today. And so all of a mm -hmm. sudden it's easy to kind of become laser focused. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to touch base. It just, it's been a heck of a two years. It's interesting to say, cause you, cause you like, it's let's, I just got to focus on today, get through today. And when you do that and you do that, and you do that before you know it, it's like, Oh, it's been 30 days. Yep. Now it's been exactly 90 right. days. It's been a year. Mm -hmm. Wow. We're already year two of COVID. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's crazy how that, that works. Wow. So I, I mentioned that you're a long time friend of the, uh, I think, I think we use long time at this point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember you I guys, we've been around before, for seven before what? Before the podcast. I mean, you guys, before the oh, first okay. conference, 
Like now, now were you connected with us before, before the brand change from the grid method to teach better? I can't remember. I, it, I think I, you were I think probably right, right there at least. I mean, it was kind of the beginning. That was the summer before the. Yeah, that was the, the the year before. So that was 2018, summer 2018. Yeah, you I just were. remember. I mean, it was pretty much you guys were a team of three. Yeah, yes. And then, was, and then I've watched you guys that. grow and grow and grow and grow. So it's been cool. You guys were really just a team of three. Wow. Yeah. So you did. So definitely long term for probably. Mm-hmm. I, I think more than half of the life of the team. So yeah, I, I was right. So I'm, I'm I'm accurate in that description. I, I've well. I've watched it and I've been watching behind the scenes. You doing teach better and getting really wound up about the Cleveland Browns for years. I mean, I've just. <laughs> I've been, it's just been watching that's, it for years. That's, <laughs> that's less of a team thing, more of a Jeff thing. Yes. Um, awesome. So, all right. Well, with that said, anybody who might be watching or listening here that maybe has isn't connected with you, yeah. um, can you share? Uh, kind of oh, sure. Introduction, um, and share, you know, what you do, where you're located, and yeah. actually, I don't know if you know this answer or not, but how you got connected with the team too would be cool. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, just another. Um, Kind of example of the power of networking and you never know who you're going to be connected to i'm a central illinois guy um and so i spent my career around central illinois teacher mostly middle schools then a middle school principal for a while and then had the opportunity to become a superintendent um, and so how i kind of fell into some of the teach better stuff is i was a principal at a middle school that ray was a teacher at at one time um, we weren't there at the same time but she left right before I came right in. Right when you were coming in, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so we right. knew each other kind of just sure, sure. through stuff like that. Um, so long story short, become a superintendent, fall into some PD opportunities for you guys, all of a sudden get another chance to be a superintendent and now kind of up here in the Chicago suburbs area. And we've kind of followed you a little bit yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. too, yes. So you're in Chicago suburbs. Where are you at? Are you are you west or are you? Right now I'm in kind of the South, South Cook area and next okay. year I'll be kind of in the west suburbs. So you're changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's part of the world of the bigger, of the bigger, yeah, bigger well, district or, or yep. smaller or what? K district, about four thousand kids. Okay. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I really are you, am. Are you gonna have to, do you have to move again? Because I know like you got no, no family. No, I saw the no, pictures on Facebook no, of like no. the, the three years. Since I, uh, and... I, uh, I'm good with moving for a while. So yeah. Where I'm at is where I'm gonna be. <laughs> All right. Well, that's wow. Well, congrats. That's exciting. Um. Moving all over the place stuff. So, all right. So, you've been connected with us for a while. Superintendent. Um, you're also a podcaster. So, I want yeah. I want to talk about that too. Um, you, it's a learning through leading podcast that you do mm-hmm. with with Matt. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that in the sense of, I guess, a whole lot. Well, you can just tell us what it's about and stuff. But I also love to hear, like, was that a did that come out of COVID or was that so is that a COVID and it, baby? And it's interesting. And it's like I, we ironically, and I'm kind of even glad you brought it up, we, we've even kind of talked about kind of kind of taking a little pause retiring with that for a little bit. And, and okay. I think here's here's how we kind of fell into it. It's like all of a sudden we realized we just, we wanted to do something new. We wanted to do something. And it was three yeah. years ago. And, and it was like we fell into it and the network of people that we had on and we met exploded and, and it was fun. And we still... Are going to periodically do it it kind of led into some different consulting opportunities and the website's still live all the episodes are archived and i think i think what i've realized is the beautiful part about public education is like there's always an opportunity to grow and it's kind of fun to evolve how you grow i i'd use you guys as an example i mean your guys's podcast started one way 
and mm-hmm. then it, and then it kind of got to something else, and now it's kind of this. And in three years from now, it'll probably be something else. I mean, yeah. and that's and I think that's how we continue to kind of grow. And yeah. so, uh, anybody interested in that? I mean, it's learningthroughleading.com. Um, but we're at kind of a beautiful place. Like Matt, I'm proud of him. He's kind of becoming the um, online course guy. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. He's starting to do quite a bit of consulting for that, and um, okay. he's really got an expertise for that. And I really think that's going to be something that uh, that's not going away. Like I, I think all the Zoom in, all the COVID virtual instruction kind of showed mm-hmm. people out there. There's a place for that, and yeah. there's a and there's an engaging way to do that, and there's not so. Uh, <laughs> engaging way of doing that. And so my point being is just that became a beautiful experience where at one point it grew faster and quicker than we anticipated or ever planned or, mm-hmm. or necessarily had a goal for it to. And, um, but it made us better people. It, it made us better ed- educators and yeah. indirectly it's kind of brought me to sitting here with you right now. It's like, it's all becomes this beautiful interconnected, like, network of people where everybody helps each other get better interesting okay so i wasn't aware of that that you're gonna put, put pause so if you put a pause you think you'll come back to it or start something uh, another one like are you gonna get like the like the dr nick show or something? um i mean my most honest answer is i don't know and i like that like we I like that too. We've, t- we've talked about maybe giving the the brand to a couple new hosts and say take Ooh, it and run have fun with it um it, it, it's slowly evolving to more of a consulting thing, but we've also talked about um, let's just see what happens because it's just, it, it's, it's nice to kind of continually kind of evolve. And, and, yeah. and I think about, obviously I love being a superintendent and I love my family and I love all that kind of stuff, but it's kind of in education, there's no shortage of things that you can do on the side. Hmm. And whether that be go to conferences, whether that be work on a graduate degree, whether that be a, podcasting like it, there's there's no shortage yeah. and there's such a audience of people out there that want to learn from each other that it's like I, I just encourage people to kind of keep checking it out so i don't know maybe i'll start blogging again i don't know maybe maybe now that covid's kind of slowed down i i used to be mr conference guy and then mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no conferences to go to and then after a while it was like i had my fill of the whole virtual thing and now that that yep. stuff's Maybe I'll kind of get more invested in that um, or I don't know, or maybe I'll keep coaching my daughter's softball team. It's I like, I think I've gotten a lot better about you, you realize what your core values are. You realize what you're all about. And then you continually kind of find things and try to evolve in ways to perpetuate that. And so I think mm. that's kind of where we're at with it. It's interesting. I'm, I'm listening to you. And so I, I was on a podcast. I got interviewed on a podcast yesterday. I don't know. I'm not sure when it's going to come out, um, but it's called the um, Blossom Your Awesome podcast. And yeah. we got into this conversation about like just being happy, right? And mm-hmm. finding that. And I, I talked a whole lot about like for me, I feel like I'm truly happy right now. In the, in the, uh, and yes, obviously, I have an amazing team that I work with and I get to do, we do good work. Like that's a huge piece. But like for me, it was, figuring out like who I am and what, what actually brings me joy. Stop listening to what I think should bring mm-hmm. me joy because of society or this or that, whatever. And I was hearing that in you right there. And you're like, at this moment of like, I don't need to necessarily be pursuing things. I don't need to be building things. I just need to like, let my, my joy sort of guide where mm-hmm. I go. And, and that might be, Oh, I don't do any of this stuff. I, I'm going to coach softball and that's that. Or oh, maybe I'll start. like, I really enjoyed just listening to you there. And- just sort of a, you said it, 
like right at the start of like, you don't know and you're okay with that. And I think that's because so often we're like, I got to go to this next thing. What's my next thing? I got to do this. I got to, I got to keep leveling up. I got to keep growing. I got to keep whatever. And sometimes it could be like, you know what? It's okay to not know what your next thing is. And I think that's, that's pretty powerful. I, I, I think if there's one thing I've learned the last two years is I'm a lot better about compartmentalizing. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, just like, okay, teachers know a lot of teachers, principals know a lot of principals, superintendents know superintendents. And, you know, in, in my in my most positive intending way, I I watched some superintendents that were good people and good at their job snap the last two. I mean, absolutely mm-hmm. snap. And I think I had to kind of realize, OK, like this is my passion. I'm really into it. But like it's what I do. It's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I and I think and I think more that educators realize you have to be able to compartmentalize. You have to say, this is, this is a big part of your life, but it's not, it shouldn't be entirely who you are. And I think when you're able to do that, you can kind of navigate challenges or unexpected or, or even um, difficulties, even disappointments yeah. uh, in, in a lot better way when you can come home and say, okay, this is, this is what I'm all about. Yeah. And when I leave that house, I'm excited for what I do, but it's not entirely what I'm all about. And I think, and I think I, I think that's something that I've realized more in the last two years. And so it's kind of made me a lot more able to be like, I'm okay with not exactly sure what I'm going to do with that. And, yeah. and I think pre-COVID, and I think even the Nick that you probably knew three, four, five years ago, I was a lot more, I need to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm mm-hmm. going to do this, and I have to do this well, and I need to do this, and then by then I should be this. And I think, I just don't think life's that way, because who planned on this whole COVID thing? Yeah. And and so a lot of plans that were set in stone that are non-existent now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, Mm. I think that's just been a takeaway for me. That's interesting. I I love that. Um, And I'm thinking about, and this is crazy because I'm going back to this podcast I was on yesterday and the stories I was telling and stuff about like, when you talk about the separation between what you're doing and being you and being okay. Cause for me, it was like the first thing I had to figure out was like being okay with me. Yep regardless of what title I had or what I did or anything like that was it just being okay with me so that when I failed, when I changed, when I made a plan that then fell apart, when COVID hit and changed things, like I was still okay. Cause I was okay with this guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, and, and you can't do that if you're, if this guy or gal is connected to that title or that role or that position or whatever. And I think that's, that's an important lesson because it's, it's tough. You get, you get, your identity gets connected to that. And then if you're not that anymore, you're like, who are you? Who, then who, who are you? And, and that's, lost. that's exactly, that's a story I told back, uh, back when I was, when I had my record label in the local area, the label was called FTF records. So the mm-hmm. local bands called me Jeff TF. Like it was my little, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And when that fell apart, like I literally broke down and I asked like, my wife was asking like, what's wrong? And I said, well, if I'm not Jeff TF, who am I? Like, right. Well, of course. And she, with her, immaculate wisdom didn't even realize she goes well you're jeff and i love you and walked away and like but she realized what she did like it triggered this response and you're and you're still that guy and now you are doing what you're doing and so you're another perfect example of that and i just think i just think that's important because every teacher is going to have that that lesson that's going to bomb every principal is going to have that um staff meeting that's going to be a disaster every superintendent is going to have that board meeting where it just goes and it derails and i think I think that doesn't define who we are unless we convince ourselves that it somehow did. 
And once you get mm -hmm. into that mindset, I think it's, I just think not, not a lot of positive things kind of correlate to that. And that's, that's what I saw some people do during COVID is I don't know how to teach, you know, virtually, Oh my God, Oh my God. And it's like, you can still love kids, still love your family, you know, mm -hmm. and, or I don't know how to lead when I'm doing it through zoom meetings. Well, you, you can still support people. You can still, you can still tell people, Hey, I don't have all the answers either, but yeah. I'm here for you. And I think, um, I think that mindset, I, I'm not saying that I got it perfected, but I think I kind of realized this, this is how you come out in a better place from this whole crazy experience. Mm. Well, we got deep this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was I was just gonna talk about your Diet Coke obsession and we went <laughs> we went a complete different direction. Um wanna say hi, I got people dropping in the comments. Uh Andrea, Bree, Patricia, Brad, good to see you. People saying good morning this morning, saying hello. We got Canada in the house. Um, we appreciate it if you're if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter or Twitch or LinkedIn, or if you listen on the podcast, we really appreciate being here, um, hanging out with Dr. Nick Sutton, <laughs> our good friend. Um, you know what? We we typically get into a good news segment, talking about some good news, and we do have some holidays to celebrate today. Are you you good? We're gonna we're gonna shift. We're gonna go from being deep to like yeah. not at all. If that, and then we'll come back to deep when we get into our thing. We're gonna, go, we're gonna we're gonna mess with everyone's emotional roller coaster today. If that makes sense. Yeah. All right. We'll be back uh, in a couple seconds here to get in some good news and holidays for today. Welcome back to Daily Drop. We are live right now on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. Or you might be listening later on the Teach Better Talk podcast. If you're watching live or listening later, we appreciate you being here. We'll chat with Dr. Nick Sutton. Um, we got deep. Now we're going not deep. We're going to talk about holidays, and then we've got, got a, good a, good, a good news story for you. Nick, you're the guest, so you get to choose. Do you want the good news story first, or do you want, do you want to go through some holidays? You have so much control right now. Let's let's do good news. Good news. Good news. Okay, so so the good news story. I, I went over to goodnewsnetwork.org, which is one of the places that we love going. They have good news stories every day. Uh, they go search and scour the internet to find good things happening to share. Um, and we love sharing these because this is these are great conversation starters with your kids, with your family, with your your colleagues. Um, and this one caught my eye. I don't know, Nick, if you're a if you're an art fan, are you an art fan? Are you a Van Gogh fan? By I, any chance? I, I, I can appreciate it. Okay. Uh, I'll take that. That's, I, I think that's where I'd be. I don't know that I'm a fan of it. Cause like I couldn't yep. tell you a whole lot. Now Van Gogh, I actually know a little bit more about than like most than most that I would know about. But um, I think, I, I think it's an appreciation thing. So yep. something cool. Uh, uh, okay. Let me go back. Are you a Lego fan? Yeah. I, I can get down with that. Yeah. Okay. How many times in your life, have you stepped on a Lego piece? <laughs> I, probably more than I can count. I, okay. I got, so I, got then four, you, I got four kids, so it happens. <laughs> then you're definitely Lego. That's that's how you know if you're a Lego fan. Like, have I stepped on it, and do I know that pain? Then okay, you're in the club. Uh, so so Lego. One thing I've always loved about Lego is that like we. I don't actually. I, I I I'm about to say this, but I don't even agree with it. Like we often think of Lego as like for kids. Like as me, I'm like mm -hmm. that's not true. I don't think that way. But like. Lego's always done a really good job of also catering to their older fans with some of the different uh, designs you got. I'm thinking about my wife put together the the massive uh, ha the house from Home Alone. Well, I was going to say, there's we, a theme for every movie, every yeah, TV show. Yeah, all the Star Wars I, 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 I can appreciate where they yeah, went with that. 
they do such a cool job. Well, they've got they're preparing to release a a set of uh, a set for Vincent Van Gogh's uh, one of his most famous, which mm-hmm. is Starry Night. Yeah, it's super cool. So, um, you know, most of it's these bricks. It's you know, like when you put the like if you did like a painting of Lego, it would just be the bricks making the painting. Well, this is because if you know Van Gogh and his a pasta like type painting, painting where he layered on mm-hmm. the paint and then he did a lot of picking out so you could like see the brush strokes and stuff. So this uh, a young guy, uh, Truman Chang, who's a 25 year old PhD student from Hong Kong is the one who built this uh, because Lego also, because they're awesome, allows you to submit ideas and, and stuff. He built it. So like the, the moon, the town, the clouds are all three dimensional on this piece when you put it oh together. My, so like they're oh coming out because like, you could, like if you don't know Van Gogh, like mm-hmm. go look him up. Like it's just Google him because you can see the brush strokes, which is one of the coolest things. Especially when you go, if you actually see a Van Gogh live, like when you get closer, and closer, you're like oh, like mm-hmm. you can see, like literally, it sticks off the 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 the, the canvas. Um, anyway, so they created it's it's. They said the result is a Starry Night in 3D. It's complete with a little Lego minifigure of Van Gogh, and he's got a paintbrush, easel, and palette, and you can connect them to the big frame. And they say that it puts him at a distance so that it would be where they think he painted it. So he's got a little easel, like he's painting the big one. It's really cool. Um, but I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I think we, a lot of times try to twist this into like, how do you take this in the classroom? But for me, I'm like, cause it's cool. You can talk about mm-hmm. art. Now you can talk about Van Gogh. You can get into Lego and all the different designs, but this is super cool. I think this is one that I will probably go out and get, um, but just a, a cool, you know, a, a cool I, Lego thing. Who doesn't have th- Lego stories? And I think I appreciate anything that like, it, it aligns to this whole idea of like, this is why instruction should be conceptual. It should not mm. be based upon just rote memorization, like anything that's about creation and design, like that's, that's a good thing. And so I think, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was never like an early elementary guy, but like the more I'm around, the more I hear about some of these like Lego incorporated activities and units, especially some of the younger uh, grade levels. And I get mm-hmm. it. I get the appeal and it is, it allows kids to create. And that's, that's the whole idea. So I'm envisioning a high school, class, like a 10th, 11th, 12th, where it's like you walk into the classroom where typically, you know, maybe you're typically in a book or you're whatever and you're just dumping Legos out and you're like, all right, kids, like here's our blocks. Like we're, we're, we're playing today. We're getting into this. And, and then you're utilizing that to dig into like the impressionist eras and stuff like that. And, the, and to, uh, uh, Art. I actually, I'm thinking about when I took my, um, I took a, several art classes in college, and I'm like, this would have been a lot cooler than just slides. Mm-hmm. Like, use some of my tuition dollars, get us all mm-hmm. <laughs> our own set of uh, blocks, and let's build this thing together and and talk through. You know what I mean? I think it, it could be really cool that way. So anyway, get ready. I don't know. It doesn't say when it's going to come out, but um, keep your eye out for the Van Gogh Starry Night in 3D. Uh, Interesting. Lego. Super I cool. Pre- yeah. I love. So we're going. And another reason Lego grabbed me is this. Uh, in August, we're taking the kids to Legoland. Uh, okay. As part of their, their Christmas gift, we did a, I, I caught the, the map of Legoland and I like, cut it all up and we hit them all around the house and like the, then I wrote. Uh, oh no that's that's clever wrote that's... different uh um uh, tip or um what's the word i'm looking for uh like a scavenger hunt right a scavenger hunt for them they went all around and then the very last one was uh they asked uh alexa and she told them to put it all together and so then when you flipped it over it was the map and they had figured it out before it got there because they're smart so did you come up with that idea on your own that's that was impressive. yes that's yes. impressive i'm i'm very smart that's very impressive I'm, <laughs> It was it was a lot of fun. The problem was I did I underestimated my kids because it was like three pieces in of like twenty two, and they they're like, 
It's now, Lego not, Land. I'm not, like, how did you? Not to go too off topic. I've heard of people doing scavenger hunts for Easter egg hunts, where each egg you find, oh, oh yeah, really has a clue, has a clue of where the next egg is. Oh, like okay, that's I, cool. I, I just stumbled upon that whole kind of approach I've never seen that recently. Place. We we've done that. So we did it this time a few years back. We did it. Um, where they bounce around a house with like sticky notes, and then that's mm -hmm. what they found um, was their hoverboards. So it's like things like, oh, like it's really cold in here, which is like, okay, so they go look in the freezer and like like that type of stuff. So we we enjoy doing that. It's easy. I, I uh, all right. I got one more. I got one more parent tip out there because it works for me. It, it. I think most people that have kids know about the the game Among Us. It's not as popular as it was. Come on, you don't know what Among Us. Among is? Us. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, my kids. Yeah, they still they so, still oh, play. Okay, so here's what we do sometimes. We play Among Us in real life. And so okay, my, my kids are young enough, so the, here's the idea. Like, we get we each get playing cards, and whoever has the ace, you're secretly the imposter. But you're the imposter, okay. And the, the tasks are you have to clean the house. So all the kids are helping clean the house. They're picking up, whatever. And then you have to walk around the house and try to take out the other people without them knowing who it is. And there's, like, a button you can push if you want to have a meeting. And it's it's a secret way just to get them to help clean the house. They think it's great. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know it, it works. It works my house. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we, I, we, we even we even bought them sweatshirts that each one's a different color that says Among Us. It's a whole thing. Oh my it, gosh, that's gonna it, happen here. I mean, sometimes and you can go on YouTube and they can play like that that music in the, the background. Music. Yeah, we can play, we'll, we put it on it too. So oh man, this is gonna happen. The, the task is cleaning the house, and if somebody's not really cleaning the house. You can say you're you're not doing the task. You're sus. You're, you're sus. sus right now. Mm -hmm. oh and then all of a sudden God. they they start putting the clothes in the hamper. <laughs> this is like life fault. I'm taking the rest of the day off. I'm going to put this together. Um, so like <laughs> I was just that. So we were just a couple weeks back. We did we had camping for the Cub Scouts and like that's when they had free time. The 15, 20 boys that were there like they played among us. Like that's what they did. Like they would have one of us adults would. They would all close their eyes, and one of us adults would walk around and just pick, tap one of them randomly, mm -hmm. and that was the imposter. And then they would just go ballistic. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so interesting. Clean wow. the house. Clean the house. Boy, the tell you what. Logging on this morning, you thought you were going to learn about education. You didn't realize you were going to get educated on your parents. Wow. I don't know what to talk about at this point. That's really cool. I love that. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other. I know. Get them to do other things around the house. So Why not? That's really cool. Yes, that's so much cooler than my scavenger hunt, to be honest. Because <laughs> mine was just like ripped the paper. Um, anyway, anyway, um, I'm thinking of all the opportunity I have right now. That's really cool. That was a really good. Idea. I love that. Uh, anyway, moving on, I'm going to try and continue with my job here because I just am thinking about how we're going to do this in my house. Holidays. Let's talk about holidays. Um, let me ask you. Oh, this is a perfect one. So today, May 18th, it's actually... National No Dirty Dishes Day. Does that is that included in the? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's I mean, so, that's so, that, that's usually one of the tasks I do because I like it to be done well. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that. But uh, yeah, I, I uh, you can't I, you can't really put clothes in the hamper too badly. Right, but right. The dishes, I, you yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. I get mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I can appreciate a clean. I can appreciate a clean kitchen. Me too. I get, I get down with that. Well, it says keep keep sinks happy and do your part by saying no to dirty dishes. That's today. Mm -hmm. um, today is also um, 
uh, National Emergency Medical Services for Children Day. So celebrating just the awareness around helping children um, and their medical uh, uh, services. Uh, it's also National Cheese Souffle Day. Okay. okay. If you're a okay. cheese souffle guy. I, um, I, I, I support them, the, the people that are. I, I, that, I, that wouldn't be my jam. It's, you may or may not. I don't know if this is your jam or not, but it's National Visit Your Relatives Day. That's kind of a interesting time to put it. Middle of the week on a Wednesday. You you know I I, I don't know. Um, it's also uh, National George Strait Day. Okay, celebrating George Strait. Um, and it is uh, uh, those are some of the, the little comical, less comical. It's National HIV Vaccine Awareness Day. So celebrating um, and acknowledging AIDS uh, and and doing your little bit to spread the word and wow. going there. So some interesting ones. The the cheese souffle day is interesting to me. I think that's good i'm gonna try really hard to celebrate the national no dirty dishes today that i think that's one that helps everybody's mood when you come home at night and there's not a a stack of dirty dishes looking at you that that just makes everything a little bit better there's a stack right now is there yeah but like to be fair amy amy did cupcakes the other day so like there's extra stuff there which then so that's an extra load so we're just waiting swapping out the 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 uh the dishwasher i i get in trouble because I'm a soaker. Like I'll soak a pan. Me I'll too. Pan. I'll sit on the counter with a with the, just a little bit in there with the soap. Yeah, I'll do that too. And, and, and um, that doesn't go well with my wife. Like that. That just. So, that's <laughs> my wife is okay. It's more my cat. My cat okay senses that jumps up on the counter and tries to drink the the soap water. And I'm like, that's not going to end well for you, buddy. No, um, no. But yeah, I do that too. Like, you know, like if I, yeah, you cook something with a lot of sauce or cheese or something like that and it just coats the bottom. Yep. That's, um, it seems like that's the go-to move, but I've just, learned that's not a universal approach. That is not how you celebrate today, Nick. It's not. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You might even say it's a little sus. Yeah. That's a, that's a friendly tip out there to a lot of, a lot of people is just because you think that soaking is going to help the whole dishes thing. It might not for your spouse. I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> continually <laughs> i love it oh all right so you got parenting tips you got life hacks you got all kinds of stuff celebrating here um we're gonna do a quick transition we'll get into our theme for the week and keep chatting with nick here Welcome back to Daily Drop. We are live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn, or you might be listening later on the Teach Better Talk podcast. Either way, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate you listening, watching, whatever. Hope you get ready for an awesome Wednesday. We're halfway there. It's hump day, um, and I've got people telling me that kids are dancing to the music, so that's awesome. Uh, we've we've had we we had an incredible parenting hack on the last one. We're, we're <laughs> a good, it's a good conversation today. We I, I appreciate that. Yeah. We're going to come back. This has been good. Uh, so the theme for this week, Nick, that we are focusing on this week is talking about how do we become an an advocate and an ambassador for the ideas that we care about, things that we care about. And I I was excited to have you on because I I, I want to kind of get your vantage point from as a leader into this, both from a how can we as leaders in our schools advocate for the things that we that we believe in and the ideas that we believe in but also as a leader how can teachers advocate so that leadership is aware so that leadership can support them and so that things can be supported and they can be advocates and they can be ambassadors for things that they care about so kind of a, a wide-ranging and loaded top uh question for you and i'll let you take it wherever you want but sort of what are your thoughts on this um i think i think my brain kind of goes to two places is 
I mean, first it, it's, it all comes back to core values. You, you have, you have to be well-grounded and have that foundational piece of like, what, what are you really all about? What's really important to you? And, um, I do my best. And I would say the vast majority of the educators I've always worked with, uh, it, it, it has to be about continually wanting and being willing to get better on the benefit of kids. And I think it, when you start like digging into that deeper, it all comes back to improving instruction. You know, there's, there's all sorts of waves in education, you know, kind of things come in, things come out and let's try this, let's try that. But like the one thing that's universal, whether you are a pre-K teacher or 12th grade calculus is engaging instruction. And so I, I think I really just try to be an ambassador to, um, and, and this, my, my next phrase is, is done purposefully, but you're going to smile. You got to teach better. I mean, it's, I, I mean, really, I'm trying to think of a more clever way of doing that, but it's like, that that's that's something that shouldn't be in style and come in vogue and then and, and then be the latter it's mm -hmm. it's got to be you you look at ways to make sure that your instruction is conceptual and that kids are engaged and you need to more than anything if you're a teacher be willing and open to feedback mm -hmm. and if you're an administrator you need to be in the classrooms it's that to me, it's that simple. And I think yeah. it's only more complicated when we let it be. Interesting. So if I'm hearing right, the, what I'm hearing is the, the best way, most effective ways to be, be the advocate for the things that you believe in is to first and foremost, understand and figure out what is it that I actually do believe in? What do I actually, what, what are my core values? What's important so that the people that you either lead or the people that are that you that support you or whatever it is understand oh that that's that's what nick yeah that aligns with what nick is always saying like so that you're no longer now you're not advocating for that new wave that new thing that new piece you're advocating for the the thing that that might help right versus it becomes less and that's how we get rid of some of these like you said waves right i think that's the key is if the wave things are supporting the things that we've always been, that we're continuing trying to push they no longer become waves Yes. They're just they're just they just might be the, the newest tool we found or the newest way to say the thing we've been trying to say. That is that is not how I thought we were going to go. But I love that because I think that's the key. Right. That's because then it, it is no longer it's not you, you no longer have this idea of like, oh, well, we're just going to do this for nine weeks and then we're done. And it's I think like this is another thing we're trying to continue on the path we've been continuing on. And it's so easy to fall into that trap. Yeah. It's so easy for oh, yeah. administrators to feel like they need to, to have a constant theme. And so, you know, I evolved like anybody else. So maybe I'll have a, maybe I'll say something different than what I'm about to say five years from now. But like, I understand the whole notion of vision and mission as much as anything, as much as anybody. I, I think the longer I do this, my approach to kind of universally address those topics is just, we're going to be the best. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, and, and if that's not your goal, I'm not sure why you're here. We're the best. We're going to be the best. Everything we do is going to be the best. Let's let's get after it. And, it, and we have to have that type of of, of mindset. Um, mm -hmm. And I think when you can get a collective group of people that have that type of approach and mindset, good things happen. And I think a lot more comes from that than having a, not to sound critical, like a mission statement that's really clever on a business card. Mm -hmm. And I and I think a lot of times that's what happens is. You've Absolutely. got a different theme each year. Every five years, you do a strategic plan that everybody forgets about. But you got a cool new vision. You had the stakeholders come in. And instead, it's like, no, just take all that, put it over here and say, the kids are coming tomorrow morning. How are we going to make sure they're more engaged? 
Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking about when you talk about the mission and vision and how it can change yet, right? We do a lot of three-year plans, five-year plans, but it's when I'm thinking about the same thing, like with the new ideas and the ways and, the, and being an advocate for that, that, that you're on the same path. It's the same mission and vision all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. We might change the words, whatever, but it's really the same. And sometimes you got to look and go like, hey, it's been three years. Should we update our mission? Well, no, the, it still makes sense. We're like, still gonna have. No, you might change. I don't know if you're gonna change it. What are you really doing? Change the words so it's a little more appealing. But like, it should be the same mission. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're trying to be better at everything, or be the best we can be at these things that imp impact kids. Um, so that's interesting, and I love that you said it. Just like, yeah, but like, just put it aside because how often are you looking at your school's mission and vision anyway? Is that, I, I, right? Is that really the important part? No, I, it's kids are coming today. How are we going to engage them and help them be better today? And I think that's and I think that's why when you start talking about improvement, it be it, it's a it's a slippery slope when it becomes too much of how we're going to talk about improvement in this long term future. And it's like, no, let's talk about how we're going to improve tomorrow. Like it, it doesn't it, it, improvement should be a mm -hmm. constant process. It should not be this long term event where we decide three months from now from whether or not we were successful. It needs to just be let's put some stuff in place. Let's do it because the act of continually trying to improve should be how you get there. Should hit any goal that we would come up with. And, and, and honestly, I hope so. the last couple of years have proved that like, we can put a three or five year plan in place. Yeah. The world doesn't care. Like, right. Like who saw that coming? Um, and I think you, you talked about that earlier, like who saw this, you know, COVID coming. So like, it's the same thing. How do you, not to mention the speed of technology and the change in world, like in three years, like what can we really do? Right. But tomorrow, mm -hmm. And today, like, ah, I love that, the way that you're thinking through that. So do you do you even know, and I don't mean to put you spotlight, do you even know, like, do you know your school's mission and vision statement? Like, is that something that, like, some some people, I guess, like, they should have it memorized and they should be able to spout it off. And I, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I guess I've just, I've worked at four, five, six different districts. And, like, I can almost universally guarantee 90% of the schools there's something, something, student achievement, something, something, full potential. And and I'm not trying to be critical of it. No, I, guess I told you. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, has that process ever really immediately impacted <laughs> kids? Mm -hmm. Has that process ever really been able to make a clear, clear distinction that this is how we raise student achievement? And I think it's, I think it's so much more about you need to just meet people where they're at, provide them what they need and just say, here, you can positively impact kids tomorrow let's talk about an improved instructional strategy i will give you feedback you be open to the feedback like that that should be the beautiful process and and i think and i think when you then take the next step that that goes both ways that mm -hmm. the, that the teachers are given feedback to the administration and the administration's open to that feedback like that's when you really make some strides and and i think i think my last thing to kind of really kind of bring this all together is i also think so much of it comes to you got to know the pace that the place you're at is ready to be like mm. so I, i've just seen where it's like teachers want to go one pace administration wants to go another pace and the school board wants to go another pace and it's like if one of those three groups wants to run and the other two are just kind of ready to walk it, it's it's not going to go well I, yeah. I this is where it's like i i've seen people that i think are very talented individuals teachers or administrators that, that they wanted to sprint, but they found themselves in a setting where other people just wanted to walk really quickly. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's just, mm -hmm. you have to know 
the universal pace at that place in time that everybody's ready for to put yeah. things in place. Cause it's, if there's one, if there's one lesson I've learned is the right idea will get trumped by bad timing every single time. Ooh, that's powerful. The right <laughs> idea will get trumped by bad time. You're right. Cause you said like, there's nothing wrong. There's no necessarily right or wrong on the pace in which we go. Actually the only right is together. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, we got to find that happy medium because like you said, a good idea. Like if I'm trying to run with a good idea, it's going to get, it's going to mm -hmm. get crushed. Um, same wise, if we're going way too slow with a good idea. It's going to get crushed. We have to find what, it, how, how do we go side by side so we can do it together. Um, I do hope that sometime in the future, I go to, to the website of, of the district you're at and I go click on mission statement and it says something, something, student achievement, something, something. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, know. That, I don't that, know, but I hope, I just think that'd be really, no, that's <laughs> I appreciate it and I get it all. I just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think, I think sometimes you, you, you get, you kind of gather perspectives from just the background you've had and like, mm -hmm. I never went into education planning on working at a, a variety of districts at this point in my career, but that's kind of what I have. And so you just, yeah. you observe things and that's just been something I've, I've observed. It's just, it's, there's a, there's a common similarity that, um, that I see from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but probably, probably won't be something, something student that, that wouldn't look as good on a I no, I, I enjoy I it's instant when you were talking through that though I was thinking that my mind where my mind goes like uh it's it's a, in a lot of ways like a business plan um which I'm weird on because I don't like them I don't we don't have like a you know the big stack like I'm mm -hmm. like that's yeah this is something you put all this time and effort in, and you make look all professional business I'm like just know what you're trying to do and the way in which you want to do it and the reasons you're doing it and then go do it. Cause it's going to change in two weeks. Anyway, it's going to change in two days. Anyways. And, geez. and, and as a, in a classroom, it's going to change in should. two minutes as it should, as it as, should, because as like as you said, we're, we're listening, we're, we're, we're getting feedback. We're adjusting based on where people are at. The pace, and I'm glad the that you said what you just said, like because there, there should be that professional autonomy there. Yeah. there the teachers should have that autonomy, like in terms of the curriculum and the scope and sequence of what they teach that, that should be driven and guided by the district. There, so there's that uniformity of like whatever fifth grade class you're in, your kid will learn the same concepts no matter where, what setting they're at. But like yeah. the resources, the instructional strategies that they use to get them there, they should have that autonomy. And I yeah. think I love what you just said because you've got to have that type of approach to, to provide that. Yeah. And, and I think that goes into the, you said both ways of like both sides, everyone needs to be open for feedback. Willing to give honest and real feedback and and open to you know to um, to take it and consider it because that's what you should be doing as as administrators supporting them is providing feedback. Mm -hmm. If they don't, you know, they might not always take exactly what you say, but providing and and vice versa, and then receiving that feedback of okay, great, so this is how I need to support you because this is what mm -hmm. works for you. And it's the same and way. Sometimes teachers, it's not easy. Sometimes it, it's not sure, easy. Of course. But it, yes, but it it it's necessary. Yeah. It's, it's just necessary. Yes. Mm. Got it. Great. Okay. This good conversation, my friend. You're, I you're appreciate okay at this. You're doing okay. I, think. I, I, I'm enjoying myself. Like I said, I, I don't know. I was really, really like on top of a lot of like opportunities and social media and stuff. And then that was one of those things during COVID where it's like, you kind of became laser focused on, we got to get through the day. And so yeah. it's, it's kind of, it's fun talking to you. It's fun. It, I, I didn't realize how long it's been. 
Yeah, so we have one more thing for us to get through the day, and then okay. we'll let you get to your day. So we're going to uh, take a, a quick break, come back back, and I'm going to ask you for uh, maybe a couple, uh, at least one, if not multiple, recommendations of things we can go explore. So we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. We are wrapping up our daily drop-in for Wednesday uh, we are live right now on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Twitch, and on LinkedIn. Or if you're listening later, we're on the Teach Better Talk podcast. Dr. Nick Sutton, my friend, we just hopped out. It's been so long. We're so excited. We had a great conversation. We've been, I think this has been a really great mix of we've gotten deep. We've had some laughs. We've had some parenting hacks that we didn't see coming um, when we really got into our theme this week. Uh, this this segment is where we talk about just recommendations. So the idea here is hopefully we can give something to anyone who's watching or listening that they can go dig into um later on uh so nick do you have like a, this can be a book a, a website okay. podcast i mean anything you could think of yeah what's something that you go to like and if you can if like with this in mind of like how to you know just cons- consistently being better and improving ourselves and continuing to to advocate for the things that we want to that we believe in so here's here's where my brain went because you know i i try to read a lot of things i try to do a lot of things um i there's a author and a professor named Tony Frontier. He's got a book called Teaching with Clarity. Um, I'm going to do my best. And so my my credit is to him um, in the analogy I'm going to give here in a second, because like I've heard him even kind of give this analogy in person and it was very thought provoking. So, Jeff, I want you to pretend that you're in charge of controlling traffic at a, at a small community. Okay. And so your job is to improve the flow of traffic. And so I want you to uh, picture like a four-way intersection with four stop signs and there's just a ton of traffic. And so you're like, well, okay, I got four stop signs. Um, All right. Instead of making the stop signs red, I'm going to make them blue. That doesn't really improve anything. So, okay, now I'm going to make the stop signs bigger. Um, Now I'm going to make the stop signs. There's going to be two sides to say stop. Now they're going to be flashing red and nothing really improves that. Um, Finally, you go, you know what? All right. Um, the, the stop sign thing isn't working. Like I'm going to put in a roundabout and it's like, whoa, whoa, round, roundabout. Like there, no, we do stop signs. Like we just change the colors of them. <laughs> and he's got this research where I'm, and hopefully I'm kind of summarizing it correctly, where essentially it's like, that's what we do in public education. Like we go, Hey, I know um, instead of grading this way, we, we're going to grade that way. Hey, let's change the master schedule to this. Hey, we just need a summer school program. Hey, we just need. And it's like he he showed school A where it's like they've got all these different things. And then school B, OK, they have all these things that we kind of think of are like progressive approaches in school. And it's like, you know, which school has the best student achievement? They're about the same because we just keep making the stop sign a different color. Hmm. That And it was like, whoo. So um, are the changes we're making in our classrooms and our schools, are we actually making changes or are we just. Well, and so there's even been a couple of staff yeah. meetings where I've said to people like, you're, you're just suggesting making the stop sign a different color. I'm, mm. I'm not, I'm not hearing a roundabout. Like, like it's, it's really kind of an interesting way of saying is, is the path that we're going down or the change that we're considering, is it, is it actually significant enough that it's going to mm. equate to something new? And if, and is it a change that actually there's research out there that says, this will correlate to something positive. Like, 
I worked at mostly middle schools as a principal. I, and I, I, there's so many middle school teachers and colleagues and people that I just love them to death. I can't tell you how many hours we talked about master schedules. Such a big deal. When, when are we going to do this? Oh my, well, when are we have prep period or this? Oh, well, PE needs to be here. And it's like, look how much time we spent on that. Yeah. And it was, and all we kind of discussed is what color should the stop sign be? Yeah. Hmm. I know. And it kind of, it's, it's kind of made me kind of try to do a better job of what are we really actually spending time talking about? Like, does it matter? And, and then even me as a leader, I've gotten a lot better at, man, all the teachers really want, you know, lunch to be five minutes before, man, I don't think that matters. Yeah, that's fine. And, and maybe the Nick five years ago would have thought that was a, a bigger deal to say, no, I don't understand the impact of that. Like, like that's, okay. that's a really, so that's a really important twist on that. Like from the other direction of like mm -hmm. thinking about it is, are we just changing the, the color stop sign? Like is the same for like, do I need to really worry about holding this in place? Cause it's how we did it. It's mm -hmm. five minutes. It's they want it. Okay. It, let's just paint mm -hmm. it blue. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, Oh, that's, that's interesting. So, I, so, I love that. So that was the example you gave right there. Cause it's a different, yeah. Interesting. Like, it goes both ways. It's yeah. like, Hey, I don't mind sometimes if we just can't make the, the, the stop sign blue, but just understand the traffic's not going to get any better by doing that. Yeah. But, but if you can also say, but it's also not getting any worse. So I can give them, I can give mm -hmm. them that extra five if that, you know what I mean? So interesting. It, he, he, uh, I would encourage people, uh, teacher what? or administrator teaching with clarity. They, they should teach with clarity is what it's called. Yeah. What's his name again. Can you say his name again? Tony frontier. Tony Frontier. Another, uh, Frontier. Mm -hmm. Another really sharp, bald guy. I don't know what the correlation <laughs> is, but... Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, another? I'm what, was the, what was the... You, oh, you heard it right. You heard, I, there's just a... There's a Something there, about there, those bald guys, you know? There, there's, a, there's just a correlation out there. I'm seeing it. <laughs> oh, I see it. I do. Um, Nick, I really appreciate you coming on with me and, and spend the morning. Are you heading? Are you you got to be like heading into school here soon, right? No, you got it. Yeah, no, I, I will. I will sign out. I'll grab a Diet Coke, hop in the car, and take the trip. <laughs> All right, <laughs> real quick on the Diet Cokes. That's is that the first Diet Coke that you're gonna? Be I've had I've had none today. Hey, you, you know, not, how many will you have by the end of today? Like, what's the average? <sighs> oh, I'm gonna say with your vice. Two two to four. Is that terrible? Two to four Diet like twenty ounces. Uh, I mean, just a ounce. regular 12 ounce a, can. Okay, okay. All right. So two to four still a lot. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's obscene, but there's, I think we all got our vices. All right. And, uh, let's, let's compare it though. How many miles did you do this morning? Three. All right. You can do two to four. You'd be fine. Okay. 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 If you only did one, I'd be like, hey, I might want to stop at two. No. <laughs> Nick's like, all right, I'm going to do 13 now. So I can just go. Hey, I, then, I, uh, then we can get the fountain put in your office. I drink a lot of water too. That's how I, yeah. that's how I convince myself that it's okay. That it's okay. I do that with certain things too. So I totally get it. Um, all right. Well, enjoy your Diet Coke. Um, enjoy your Wednesday, rest of your week. Appreciate everyone watching, um, hanging out. Make sure you follow Nick and connect with him on, on Twitter. Um, and go get that book. I think it's a great piece to go. And, Appreciate you. Keep dropping in. Let us know if there's anything we can ever do to help you. We are here for you. Appreciate you. Happy, happy Wednesday. And we'll see you tomorrow morning.